0: Hello, listeners. Quick episode note for this week. We had promised you our review of the horror classic The Exorcist, but unfortunately we were all inundated with other stuff from our daily lives and couldn't make it happen. As such, we are bringing back one of our favorite episodes from yesteryear, the Legend of Sleepy Hollow cartoon, and some spooky Donald Duck offerings. We had selected this as part of our autumnal horror pieces, so it should still fit the bill relatively well for this year. We hope you enjoy the repack, and we will hopefully be back in your feeds next week with the regularly scheduled Exorcist-related content. Have a great week, everybody. You can, you can slay strange regardless of what your body type is.
1: Hello, Internet, and welcome to the A to Z Horror Cast. This is the Creatively Tiled Podcast, brought to you by us over at A adzhorror.com and by the Phantom Podcast Network. If you haven't yet, take a minute and head on down to downrightcreepy.com slash phantom and check out all the other awesome shows that the network has to offer. For example, you should check out the Classic Horrors Club, who most recently dove into the Mimverse and took a couple of uh, Christopher Mim movies, they took a look at those, um... I think the two specifically were Attack of the Moon Zombies and House of Giants, which is a lot of fun. Classic. Uh, for now, yeah. For now, though, you're here with us. I'm Jack, and sitting is Jake. Gadzooks! Yeah, <laughs> and sitting next to Jake is someone else who frequently finds himself embroiled in battles of wits with cats. It's Mark. What is up? For those of you unfamiliar with our Cracker Jack operation, we watch and review one horror movie a week, and then we get drunk and argue about it. Uh, except this week. Uh, because this week we watched a number of cartoons from the 40s. include it was a Jack include... it, was, it was a Jack week. That's why it's fun. <laughs> those cartoons include Donald vs. the Gorilla, Donald's Luck Day, and Duck Pimples. And then those are all the Donald Duck ones. And finally, The Legend of Sleepy Hollow, the animated one from the 40s. So we'll get into that soon, which will be a lot of fun. But first, we've got to do the getting drunk part. So on that score, I'll have to do beers for fears. Mark, what are your beers for these fears?
0: Special occasion for horror movies. I have an Imperial Pumpkin Porter made by Epic Brewing, and I'm drinking wow. it out of my Snowbird Oktoberfest glass. It's a stein. It's great.
1: So October is your only thing.
0: We're talking about four different movies. You want me to encapsulate all of them in the perfect beer choice? What do you got?
1: Uh, I encapsulated three of them, sort of. Uh, and actually, a duck all Porter? four. Nope. Fuck it. All four. I'm drinking a Goose IPA. Goose Island IPA. Uh, their Goose IPA. The Donald Duck is almost a goose. There's some geese in... There's at least one goose in The Legend of Sleepy Hollow. Not true. uh, For like a half a frame. So geese are very prevalent in all these movies. And I... What are you fucking talking about? Mine's goddamn perfect. No. No. At full least disclosure. there's a
0: pumpkin in the in in the Ichabod <laughs> Crane one.
1: Yeah, full full disclosure. I was uh, I was walking to uh, the gas station to pick this up um, on earlier today, and I walked by a buddy of mine who happens to listen to the podcast who was sitting outside having a beer at a bar down there, and uh, he was like, "Oh shit!" So what'd you get for the podcast this week? And I told him what I got, and what movies we watched, and he's like, "Oh, you're gonna lose. This is bad." <laughs> yeah, you lost. He's right.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's correct.
2: It is bad. That fella sure so- is smart and handsome. <laughs>
0: Can Jake, about yourself
2: you with him. Ask him. Uh, <laughs> no, because then
0: they will say <laughs> We no. can ask him. He listens to the podcast. Hey, hey open <laughs> note, you know who you are.
2: <laughs> Jake, how about you. What are your beers for these fears? I am drinking uh it's it is October. I am drinking a pumpkin beer as well. This is Shipyard's pumpkin head, which makes a hell of a lot of sense if you're thinking Legend of Sleepy Hollow and the Headless Horseman. And if you two who can actually see this beer look at it. Hey, that is man. modeled after That's the uh, the, uh,
1: the it's
0: Headless it's Horseman room. in Legend yeah. of Sleepy Hollow. So,
2: Halloween. winner, winner.
1: Look, I can't, dinner. Y- you definitely beat Mark, and I'm told you beat me, but I disagree. <laughs> that
0: you, <laughs> Judge rules? Yeah, you beat Jack. <laughs> yeah, no
1: shit. <laughs> but drinking beers isn't all we've done over the course of the last week, probably. Um, we've yeah, also like had some other stuff rocking our horror worlds. Uh, so, Mark, what else has been rocking your horror world, other than these cartoon shorts and some beer?
0: I have a few, and as a little bit of a call ahead, I got one. I want you to come back to me at the very end, because I got uh, a very special guest that I want to talk about before we launch into the the proper. But uh, I have, first off, I watched a a ghost story. Uh, Are you guys familiar with what I'm talking about here?
2: A ghost story, the not horror movie?
0: It's horror adjacent. And actually, notably, Jake, you're going to be happy barely. I brought this up because this is the Wait, movie is that post-horror? spawned. It's... Jesus Christ. If you would stop interrupting me, I'd get there faster. <laughs> this is the movie that spawned the article that coined the term post horror. So, fantasy point, fantasy I guess. Fantasy
1: points.
0: Wow. Um, holy shit, this is a stupid fucking movie. What? A... Oh, <laughs> my God. It's <that's> bad. <laughs> Lay it on. Tell okay. me why. Tell me if why. If you are unfamiliar, me. Casey Affleck. And um, God, I'm blanking on her name. Rooney Mara are a couple. Oh, that's Casey- this one. Okay. Casey Affleck dies, and then he's a ghost. They don't they don't jazz up the ghost effects at all. He's just wearing a sheet, and it's like kind of. I mean, I actually kind of like that stylistic choice. I think choice. that is
2: jazzing the ghost up. That's fucking awesome. That ghost design is actually great.
0: It is a stylistic <laughs> and minimalistic choice, and actually, that is the one thing about this movie that and works. Symbolic. It's not a symbol. <sighs> This is a movie that someone would make if <laughs> wow, they were minoring in film and they had to do like a senior thesis project for their minor in film. It's intentionally it's like it's it's not even art for art's sake cuz it's not artsy. It's just like <laughs> filmy for film's sake. Mark coming down hard. There's no there's no freaking there's a scene that is no joke. Five minutes long, that is just Rooney Mara eating pie on the ground. No dialogue, nothing happens, she just eats pie. That's it, five minutes. So does she
2: eat, like, the whole pie? That's a long time to be it's, it's a
0: lot of the pie. She eats a substantial How amount of pie. How many takes do you
2: think they did this in? How many pies did she have to eat? So, we got to get to the bottom of this, Mark.
0: That's one of the interesting things about this, I guess. They do a lot of long takes. I feel like they watched Birdman or whatever and saw, like, oh, dude, people like long takes. Let's make a movie about long takes. But then they realize that those are really fucking hard. So all of the super long takes are just people doing super simplistic things like eating pie or dragging a box out to the curb or standing still. (laughs) This movie is impossibly boring. We don't normally get into ratings on this. I gave it 1.05 motionless long takes. I'm giving it one twentieth of a point because the ghosts look kind of cool. Don't see this movie. Keep this movie in your back pocket for when someone loses a bet and you have to make them watch a
2: movie. (laughs) Holy shit.
0: Uh, do not recommend. Uh, also, it's fun to read through the Metacritic like reviews of this because it's evenly split of people like, oh, they have such intelligent shit to say, and it's like so deep and meaningful. And then everyone else being like, this is a retarded movie. Don't watch. Isn't it, this it supposed is to be
2: about like the weight of the cosmic, never ending hereafter? I don't know what you're trying to say, little kid. But I mean, yeah,
0: I mean, yeah, they're trying to exactly. talk about
2: like weight, like
0: loss, and being able to let go of things. Maybe that's why uh, you didn't
2: get it, mark. You just there aren't is ready.
0: oh my God, at, at one point, accept. there is a guy in overalls who delivers a a whole monologue that's probably about two to three minutes long about nihilism, and that is <laughs> one nihilism. of the longest bits of like vocal acting in this entire movie is that one guy talking for two minutes in overalls about nihilism,
2: just about what it is. <laughs>
0: Yeah, he's just, I mean, he actually doesn't even talk about Nihil, it's just a nihilistic rant, he's talking about, like, oh. the whole thing is just about how, you, we're all gonna die, and even if you don't die, the world's gonna explode, and even if the hey, world market, doesn't explode, then eventually it, the universe will collapse in on itself, and we'll all be dust, nothing it worked, for,
1: it worked for True Detective, why wouldn't it work here?
0: <sighs> well, it didn't, so, I don't know, we can all watch it
2: and weigh in if you would like.
0: <laughs> no, thank you. Yeah,
2: good call. I, I watch horror movies for this website. I it's post horror.
0: <laughs> I gave you a fantasy point. I don't know why you're not grateful. No,
2: I'm appreciative. You really took one for the team there.
0: You're definitely not appreciative. I'm gonna move on to the next one, which is the Circle. Another oh, that's shit. not a
2: horror movie either is it? It's horror adjacent.
0: Tom Hanks. Uh, Tom Hanks. Uh, yes, Emma Watson. I mean, we reviewed this in HRR, so I figured that you would be amenable to me talking about it in our in cutting room. Was it horrorish? It is horrorish. I don't know, is is social horror a thing? Like, social commentary horror? Nope. No? Okay, well it should be. I
2: don't even know what you're
1: saying. Um, Horror is social commentary anyway.
0: Yeah, this is a different type of that. Um, So, here's the thing about this movie. It doesn't scare you. You're not going to be scared at all. What it does is just profoundly make you uncomfortable. (laughs) Uh, I'm already not one for social media. You guys do the social media shit for the website. I try and stay the hell away from that stuff. And this movie is basically one long diatribe on why social media and Facebook are evil and terrifying.
1: Mark, you're the only one of us that understands Reddit even at all. I'm terrified of Reddit.
0: Uh, Reddit's a little bit different. That's an aggregator. It's not social media. In any case. That is, oh my god. (laughs) Totally different things, (laughs) dude. Same goddamn thing. (laughs) Trying to act above it. This is, uh, I don't really, it's a well-made movie, but I really struggle to recommend it just because I'm not really sure why you would watch it. Like, it It doesn't make you feel good. The acting isn't stupendous. It, actually, the acting is, is really quite disappointing when you consider the cast. It's it's Bite average it's acting Tom with a great Hanks. cast. What?
1: It's Tom fucking Hanks. How could it be average acting? Well,
0: and that's that's the point, is like, it's decent to good acting with Emma Watson and Tom Hanks and uh Patton Oswalt in it. Oh, they're they're, you know, well spoken good actors and the performances they turn in here I think are strained by the stuff they're talking about and kind of the the conceit of the movie and it's just a little bit hard to watch cuz you expect more from them. So ultimately, it's not a bad movie uh, but it does like just make you super uncomfortable and I'm not really sure, like it's not fun at all. The fun factor is a zero on this thing. Jesus. So I don't really, I'm like, I gave it a five. I I, I don't, I guess i give it like a moderate that, recommend, but like.
1: That, what you said doesn't really jive with a five to me.
0: Eh, I might've gotten a little bit high on it. it. Like, it's a decent movie. Bill Paxton's in it. Uh, so you can say goodbye <laughs> to that guy in style. RIP. Uh but I, I I don't know. It's not bad, but I'm get, I'm struggling to come up with reasons to actually recommend you take your time and go out and see it. If it's like if it shows up free on Amazon or Netflix or something, give it a watch. How I guess that's what it? I'm saying.
1: Oh wait, no, I know. You got it in the mail on a Blu-ray.
0: Yep, that's exactly what happened. God. Blu-ray all the way. <laughs> I got one left. I'm going to save it for the very last bit. It's a surprise. Who's next?
1: A special guest. I'm confused about this. All right, well, I'll go. I got wow. a couple of things uh, this wow. week. Um, the first one, Mark, you were here for this too. The Idaho Horror Film Festival just happened. We were both there. It was the fucking tits. Um, awesome. We put out a couple of special episodes about it. Listen to those. So I won't belabor that here. Uh, next too couple late. of things. I posted this in the group chat earlier today. This is a commercial for Halo Top Ice Cream. Uh, I... It actually has aired in movie theaters, I understand. Like, it's airing before screenings of It and other horror movies and Happy Death Day. And (laughs) it's like a minute and a half long. And this is one of the more horrifying commercials I've ever seen in my life. I don't know if you guys had a chance to watch it or not. Where does it stack Um,
0: against the PlayStation 2 commercial where the baby is in the corner of the white room and then its head explodes and it just says PlayStation 2?
1: I think this is much more horrifying. Okay. And less well. on the like random for random sake. This movie is a <laughs> an elderly woman who's who's in a medical gown in a sterile white lab room and she, she you know she looks kind of depressed or what's going on. She's hanging her head and then a robot comes in and it's playing like happy jaunty music but with creepy lyrics and it's it's the robot keeps trying to feed her ice cream and eventually she just keeps going like oh it's it's good and then after it keeps just trying to feed her ice cream. What's going on? How long have I been here? Where's Steven? And the robot just keeps. Sho- Humans require ice cream, and then it just ends, and it's really <laughs> weird and creepy.
0: <laughs> you know what that needs is a is a two or three minute long monologue about nihilism from a guy in uh, <laughs> from a guy in overalls.
1: Actually, it it doesn't just end. It ends with the robot saying, "Everything you know and love is dead," and then giving her <laughs> more ice cream.
2: <laughs> there is so, only Mark, think- ice cream.
1: There's only ice cream, yeah. It's a weird commercial, but I'm so happy it exists. Um, so thats I've been watching the shit out of that commercial ever since I became aware of its existence.
2: Just on repeat? Just on
0: Pretty the-
1: much, man. It gets better on repeated viewings, I can tell you right.
0: that. That advertisement is now his existence. <laughs> How <laughs> likely are you to now eat that ice cream?
1: Uh, it's like some kind of low-fat nonsense, which I am not into, so...
0: None. Oh, that's disappointing.
1: Likely. It's, like,
2: basically fancy yogurt?
1: I think so. I'm not clear. They don't do a good job showcasing the product. It doesn't look, look good. <laughs> so. ice cream
2: is not made to be healthy, so whenever you start talking about, like, the health benefits or how much healthier and, certain and ice cream is than other ice creams, I'm out. I tune out.
1: Yeah, no, to their credit, they don't do none of that shit. It was me. I was going to buy it. I came home, and I told my lovely wife, look at this fucking commercial, no, let's go like, buy this ice cream. there
2: are other ads and they're, all their... Marketing is about how it's whatever. Yeah, she
1: she informed me that no, this is you don't want this. This is healthy ice cream, and she's right. I don't
2: healthy ish, like still yeah. terrible.
1: So that's one thing. The other thing is, uh, Mark, I lost a bet to you. Correct. Oh, um, during the this was off air. This was an in real life bet. Mark, would you care to describe the bet that I lost to you?
0: Yeah, absolutely. In our efforts to watch uh, the Ichabod Crane, uh, Sleepy Hollow cartoon, which is only on Daily Motion. We were looking on your TV for how to figure it out, and we made a wager as to whether or not there was a Daily Motion Roku app. Because we're idiots, and that's the type of shit we bet on.
1: <laughs> yeah, very worthwhile bet. Some hard hitting shit.
0: Turns out there is not a Roku Daily Motion app that is available to Jack's television. Really
1: fucked me on this Roku. I trusted you, and God damn it! What's funny
0: is I'm—I would actually kind of bet that there is one now, but your, your Roku is so <laughs> shitty that like it, it's so out of date that it can't find it.
1: <laughs> well, I
0: can't like upgrade.
1: I don't have a Roku. I have a Roku TV, so it's built into the thing. So I can't just, like just get a new one.
0: You just plug a USB into it, like download a hoagie from the internet. <laughs>
1: <laughs> anyway, Mark, uh, what did you decide for me to watch?
0: I demanded that you watch "Boo a Medea Halloween." Yes, you did, and
1: uh, and I watched this film. I gotta tell you, I was very pleasantly surprised.
0: Good, <laughs> um, I'm happy. I kind of
1: went that. in with a little bit of a bad attitude, but you know what? It was it was a ton of fun. Tyler Perry. I I expected him. I expected him to be like Eddie Murphy in the Clumps, where he played like every character. He played three or four characters but certainly not every character and the funny parts are fucking funny man it's kind of lowbrow humor but it's fucking funny and then the emotional parts didn't resonate with me as much it's like a trying to be a blend
0: jack stop how many times did you cry
1: i didn't cry at all oh wow i know i know it was too funny for me to cry i was too happy
0: did you Um. cry when you found out that the ice cream was healthy
1: Yes, haven't stopped crying about that. (laughs) Shed a single tear. Um, just really pleasantly surprised by this film. Uh, If you're looking for a a dumb, funny horror adjacent movie to to flip on while you while you get real drunk, this is this is a this is one. This is one of that.
0: How how would it stack up against, say, like scary movie that franchise?
1: It's a different thing because it's less. I mean, it's it's trying to be less clever about it and less tongue in cheek about shit and less pretentious, honestly. And it succeeds in all those ways. Um, it's more middle-of-the-road and more obvious, and it's shit, but it's still funny. So, it's a different thing. Gotcha. You, you don't need to pay as much attention to this as you do to your scary movies of the world. or Screams. Wow, you don't
0: need to pay attention at all to scary movies.
1: I, I, I misspoke. I did not mean scary movies. <laughs> <but laughs> oh, I, I, I gotcha. <laughs> Um, this was, I think, honestly funnier. Uh, it's been a while since I've seen the first scary movie, which I remember liking better than any of the other unwatchable ones. Definitely watch this over any other scary movie. I'll reserve judgment on this versus the first scary movie, but I'm inclined to say this. So, boo, I'm a day of Halloween, I might be watching the second one.
0: Nice! Tune in next <laughs> wow. week, listener.
2: Jake, how about yourself? What's been rocking your horror world? Yeah, well, I was not at the Idaho Horror Film Festival, like boo. you guys, so... Nope. On Friday the 13th, I had to try to figure out what to do with myself to make myself feel a little bit better about the fact that I was not there watching horror movies. Um, A certain movie that is related to Friday the 13th, but not an actual Friday the 13th film, came out on Friday the 13th. It is called Never Hike Alone.
0: Okay. Uh, it's available, available on YouTube.
2: Pithy. Fan film. Um, I watched it, and it's pretty good. I mean, as far as fan films are concerned, it's really good. It, 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 pretty much it stands as a film to me in my mind. Sure. So sure. I, I went in with lower expectations, obviously, because this is not a massively produced movie that would be screened at any sort of level like you would expect to see from a, an official Friday Thirteenth release. But um, I liked what they. There was a ton of heart. I liked what they did with it because it was different but still canon. Um, and any complaints, it kind of just is able to squeeze I mean, by because I can't it, really. It what? isn't canon though, right? They like their aspect of it is canon, but this
1: isn't canon to the Jason verse.
2: No, it's not canon. No, it's, it deals with the exact same characters.
1: Sure. And and right. they pick up from what would be canon. Like they, they have, yes, the, they the do, canon but background. it is
2: not integral knowledge to Friday the 13th as a thread. No. I okay. mean, I assume.
0: I don't get into spoilers here, uh, because this would definitely require you to tip your hand toward the ending. But I assume, like, you could just guess that this happens, uh, and none of the other movies would ever need to say anything about it because it's just one dude interacting with Jason,
2: right? That is correct. Yeah, that is correct. It is like in, picking there's up. There's no way for the, the other movies. movies but it's to like, not integral, like I just said. Yeah. So. Anything that I would say about it that is on the negative side I I think could wholly be explained away by the fact that this is a passion project by someone that's holding a job that, you know, goes up to the mountains on the weekends and films. Like, one of them that I will bother pointing out is, is this is supposed to take place in basically the Catskills, and it is very clearly shot in a Western state. I mean, it looks like California or Oregon where you get the bigger Ponderosa type pines. It's all coniferous trees. Like it just doesn't work. Um,
0: I, I am not detracting any points for that.
2: No, neither was I. It's just something that you notice if you're watching the movie. So, pretty fun little flick short of an hour by a few minutes so you can get through pretty quickly it's on youtube we'll link it in the description below listener i'd I'd recommend checking it out if you're even remotely a fan is this standard standard
0: youtube or like youtube red type thing no
2: standard youtube you can you go and you can watch it um cool yeah i i like that i like free horror things exactly that's cool yeah um nice. I saw a couple other movies too. I'm kind of trying to it's already middle of October, so I'm trying to pick yeah, up how on the, the fuck movies did that, that happen? I know I'm I'm trying to pick up on the movies that I haven't seen that have come out this year uh that I've heard certain good things about. <laughs> First of which It Comes at Night. I gave that one a watch. This is a really good movie and I think it's has an awesome title that's super interesting but this movie should yes. not have been titled it comes at night it doesn't make any fucking oh. sense right <laughs> um oh my god this movie this is another movie that was part of the discussion of of post horror and what that is and what that means i mean largely this is like really? a character driven drama it's it's very opaque i guess i think that this okay. is a classic like witch style people were expecting one thing when they went into the theater and it is a vastly different movie from that. And the extent to which that is on the people who made the movie versus the people who distributed and marketed it, I cannot speak to, but I think it suffered it is from different. that. Yeah. Um, what this is as a movie, if you were just to sit down, not know what the title is and watch it, I think you would come out with a vastly better taste in your mouth than knowing anything that you might've known from the trailer title poster or anything. Going into it. I think I'd agree okay.
0: with that, but I also, I don't know if I would say you would still have a good,
2: you'd have a better taste
0: in your mouth, but I don't know if it would be a good taste. It would just be a slightly <laughs> less bad taste.
2: I didn't have a bad taste at all coming out of this movie. Yeah. You like ambiguity, I, though. Yeah, like I, ambiguity I mean, this is here? this is a movie that has, we're not spoiling things, it, there is a certain level of ambiguity at play here, that's for sure, and it didn't bother me. I thought that it was a strong narrative. For what it gives you, I think it tells a story that it is trying to tell very well, and it doesn't need to tell you anything more. If you want more, that's fine, but it didn't need to give you anything more. I okay, we disagree, (laughs)
0: and that's fine.
2: Yeah, Um, I gave this one seven and a half points out of our ten. Mark, you've started
1: a weird trend of now
2: people giving their scores for the. I know you asshole. Other things. I'm sorry. I'm a trendsetter. It just happens naturally because he was shitting all over it. (laughs) <laughs> I, no I gave reason. it like a six or something. I mean, whatever. Like what you said, fuck, it's a good Mark, movie.
1: All over the fucking place.
0: It's the well made. Saw... It just needed a concept.
2: The other one I saw is Raw. This one's okay. on Netflix. You can stream it if you have Netflix right now. People um, are going
0: gaga for this thing.
2: People are going gaga for this thing. And, and at first, I was not really interested in it based on the trailer. Um, People started going gaga. and Hit me with like, a little whatever. conceit
1: for those unaware
2: conceit of this movie is there is a girl who goes to veterinary school this is a french movie it's in french there are subtitles that's important but she goes to veterinary school in france and she comes from a family of vegetarians and as part of a hazing ritual at this school she has to like eat some meat and Things start to happen based that's, on that. That's
1: some pretty wild hazing. I gotta that tell seems, you, that seems
2: that seems realistic,
0: frankly. If you're a well, vegetarian like, no, your no, whole she life... like goes
2: there and they like dump blood on her and they make her eat like raw like rabbit kidney or something. You're stepping all over it's... my joke. <laughs> all I was, <laughs> was gonna say joke? was
0: that if you're raised vegetarian and then you eat meat, your eyes are gonna be open to a world of flavor you didn't know existed. That is the conceit of
2: this movie, <laughs> is what Mark just said.
0: Yeah, nailed so she... it. I haven't seen it and I nailed it.
2: Um, I should go into like professional film criticism. I think this movie is one of the best shot movies I've seen this year, bar none. Jeez, um, really. okay, there are a lot of really interesting, very cool, very artistic shots in this. But it's French. I think you meant and
0: and it's French.
2: Like there are there are certain like shots in this movie. I can think of like two or three that as standalone shots are fucking phenomenal. And honestly, like this movie is, is really good. And I would recommend the hell out of it to anyone. Maybe not to anyone. I would recommend the hell out of it to anyone who claims to be a horror fan, but I came out of this one, not feeling very good. Ooh. In a fun Uh, way
0: or in like a, like, like some of the best horror movies you come out of thinking like, that was a damn good movie, but I don't like what I just saw. This
2: movie made me extremely uncomfortable.
0: Okay, in but a lot in of a ways, way. and
2: it's it's, it's not going to go into, like, I, I'm not going to spoil it. It's not going to go in, like, the most obvious so, directions. But it sounds like it, you're recommending this to us. I'm recommending this to you as horror fans, and okay. as anyone who listens to this podcast is probably a horror fan, I am recommending it to you, too, listener, if you have not seen it. Uh, just know that it's, it's going to be a slightly different flavor than what you've had so far And this it's on
1: fucking Netflix. Watch it.
2: This yeah, sounds like phone.
0: an alien comma we go to them. Is that right? <laughs> Jesus.
2: You nailed Did it, An Alien we meet in the middle. <laughs> it's it's Yeah, it's an alien we meet in the middle rom-com. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Those are the three that I saw this week. Um, I recommend all of them.
1: All right. Perfect. M- Mark was a very soft recommend on his, and Jake's a hard recommend on his. So that's going to take us to our feature presentation. No, it's not. Z-
2: Special oh. guest.
1: God, I forgot about this shit. Okay, Mark.
2: Okay. What are you doing?
0: I'm I don't dancing. know. He, Mark I'm is dancing back and weird... forth. Dancing uh, is aggressive. One of the films that was featured in the Idaho Horror Film Festival that was part of the Spud and Guts category, which featured independent Idaho filmmakers. Uh I, I'm gonna talk about this because it gets us into what we're going to be talking about. This film featured a cartoon called Balloon Land. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh shit, yeah. Okay.
0: Go and YouTube Balloon Land right now and watch this cartoon. It's so amazing. Our it's most about- loyal
1: listeners will know that uh, our interstitial When Something Fucks Up music is the scarecrow from the 30s Jack Frost cartoon. And I don't even think we've started to scratch the surface of the fucked up cartoons from that era. Because Mark, this 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 short film turned us on to this Balloonland one. Yep. And holy fucking shit!
0: This is a short about people made out of balloons, uh, who are being hunted by a pincushion man. That's all there is With to an it. That's the entire penis. conceit of the movie.
1: Ah, uh, it's mostly about an enormous pokey penis.
0: Uh, that the the pin cushion is also part safety pin, and the unhinged part of the safety pin is definitely just a is just a pointy dong. Dick. It's just a dick. <laughs> uh, it's just just a dick. That's all he was in the end. It was just a dick, <laughs> and he parades around Balloon Land, popping, just murdering the hell out of an entire village. That's the entire point of the cartoon. Until, yeah.
1: uh, well, because he doesn't like the way that. he rates.
0: <laughs> yeah, they, he doesn't care how they rate him. There's some there's some pretty forced rhyming in this one. It's a musical murder called Balloon Man, Go Find It. Balloon That's all man.
1: I had. Oh, that was your special guest? What special guest did you have?
0: The, the pincushion man. Wow, that was fucking, fucking stupid. Are you fucking kidding me? You
1: didn't even, like, have an audio clip to play? I have to splice something in now, you dick, to be your special guest? Yes. Motherfucker. <laughs> I'm the old pincushion man, terror of balloony land. Folks all hate me, how they hate me, tickles me the way they rate me. I delegate.
0: This delegated is unacceptable. This
2: is me delegating tasks. No, this it's... is not delegation. You no, didn't even say no, to, do to do
1: anything. I had to delegate for you. Post-hoc delegation. Right. My God. We're going Feature to presentation. presentation. Over at com this week, we watched a series of cartoons from, I think they're all from the
2: 1940s. We watched a series of cartoons.
1: Yes, we did. Yes, we Thanks, did. But Jeff. they're all horror cartoons. Sure. Um, They were my pick for the uh, October movie uh, this year, because you guys shat so hard on my last year's October pick, my sentimental pick.
2: Yeah, we shat so hard on it, pick. you didn't even pick a movie this year. You just didn't even pick a movie.
1: <laughs> I, I think The Legend of Sleepy Hollow is arguably a movie.
2: Uh, It's a short
1: Barely. <laughs> yeah, it was shorter than one of the shorts at the film festival. Uh, oh my god, like 27 minutes long. long. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, I take it we had all seen the Legend of Sleepy Hollow from the 40s.
0: I mean, right? in like my music class in elementary school, yes.
1: That's weird. Fuck off. Um, and I take it none of us besides me had seen the Donald Duck Spooky Tales shorts that I chose. I didn't Absolutely think I too. had,
2: but then I watched them, and I had seen all of them.
1: Fuck yeah, man! They're so... and I didn't even really watch cartoons; those just somehow big happened part of my childhood. Yeah, yeah.
2: You um, saw it
0: through osmosis, kind of.
1: Yeah, I guess. Like man. Donald Duck and Magic Land, you can't avoid it.
0: Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Love that shit.
1: Yeah. Somebody want to have me do a plot and
0: Okay, Jack. <laughs> here's what we're gonna do. You have right. four movies. And I feel like it's cruel to give you 30 seconds to do all four movies. Okay. So here's what we're going to do. I'm going to give you 10 seconds per.
1: Oh, okay. I like this.
0: Let's punt on The Legend of Sleepy Hollow for now. We're going to do, I'm going to give you 30 seconds to do all three of the Donald Duck cartoons. Shit. Okay. Clock starts when you start. All right. Duck pimples. Uh, it's
1: a very rainy night. Donald's listening to the radio. Then the most terrifying salesman ever comes to his house and gives him a book that makes Donald imagine some horrifying shit and a, and a very sexist caricature Time, of a woman. Next one. Oh fuck me! Um, uh, Donald's lucky day. Donald is a delivery man who's delivering a bomb for some mobsters, and he g- gets into a scrape with a black cat. Uh, time. Next one uh, is Donald versus the gorilla. Uh, Donald's scaring his nephews with a gorilla costume, but then an actual gorilla breaks out of the zoo and terrorizes them, and then they just subdue him with tear gas. Time. Boom. Nobody was even fucking call. I had to call time on myself. You dicks. I.
0: You did a good job. I was I was there. <laughs> I don't think you were. I gave you an interstitial two seconds because you stuttered quite a bit in between the first one and the second one, so I was going to count it at 32.
1: (laughs) Well, I do appreciate the precedent of getting time for the time I spent stuttering during these uh, synopses.
0: Yeah, look, I mean, I'm going to end up with like a (laughs) three minute long plot synopsis if we turn that into a rule.
1: But I think I kind of nailed those Donald Duck cartoons.
0: Except for the first one. First one needed some work, but I felt like you really hit your groove at about second 12.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right, yeah. Any other nits to pick with my description of the Duck cartoons before we go into the Legend of Sleepy Hollow?
0: No, I mean, would you like to provide the actual rest of the story to uh, Duck Pimples?
1: That is the whole story. I mean, the most terrifying salesperson in the world, who kind of dresses like a murderous Captain Haddock from Tintin, comes to his house on a stormy night and sells him some books. Um, The books come to life, uh, and a mobster accuses him of stealing pearls from... Like a like a hello nurse or like a Jessica Rabbit type cartoon woman, and uh, then the author comes out and says Donald didn't do it, but then the pearls are hanging around his tail.
0: <laughs> I guess I should say like. <laughs> 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 oh, okay, that was funny. Okay, Jack, we're gonna do this one yeah. more time. Ten seconds are on the clock. I you get got... ten seconds for Sleepy Hollow. Oh yeah, yeah. We're giving you forty seconds to do your movie, man. You were the one who chose four different movies, so. <sighs> Brought on
1: yourself. Okay. Okay. Ichabod Crane is a Lothario, ravenous, lanky school teacher, and he gets into a scrape with a Gaston type in the town who convinces him that there's a headless horseman, and then when he's riding home, he has a run with the headless
0: horseman who kills him! Acceptable. That was about 11 <laughs> seconds.
1: <laughs> well, you didn't call time. You know, usually we call time on the people. It's about, about as good as you could have done.
0: There's a whistle. The whistle calls time. It's the official whistle, it's the official's whistle.
1: I I forgot how long they spent establishing that Ichabod Crane is like a, inexplicably a ladies' man. He's a dandy.
2: Okay. <laughs> is he a dandy? Four minutes. Yeah, that's a classic dandy. Four minutes of this
0: 34 minute long movie are horror, and the other 30 minutes are just a musical, Dude. like, romance comedy.
2: <laughs> oh my god. I, so I watched this movie. This movie. I watched this. What I watched this? This thing, like hundreds of times when I was a kid. Probably. Probably yeah. Wore yeah, that VHS you. out. Um, yep. One of those. It and it's just on. It was just on Halloween time. You just throw it on. It'd be on. On Halloween. What, in what state treating, was it? It's on. Oh. Okay. thank You go thank you out trick or treating. It's on. You come back. It's all on. <laughs> I bet during the middle. It was on.
0: <laughs> Did VCRs was, have a loop button?
2: For uh, me, Probably. <laughs> was, what, so they
1: had to, like, read the loop button, just automatically rewound it and started playing it again? <laughs> it started
0: playing again, yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> this it was one of those ones well. that was at my grandparents' house that my parents didn't keep the copy of, and every time we went to my grandparents' house, we'd watch this. And it was kind of regardless of season at some point. I just liked it enough that we'd what? just watch it. Was this during, a VHS, like, the then?
2: This is a VHS. Vi- oh, yes. yeah. This is a very seasonal... Experience, and, and
1: some of them were were a double feature VHS. This was uh, there was like the the Legend of Sleep, uh, the the Legend of Sleepy Hollow, and whatever the Wind in the Willows, right? Mister
2: Toad from the yeah, Wind it was Mister it was, was. Mister Toad. I think it was Wind in the oh. Willows, but I never I'm watched that one. I only this. watched this one. Yeah, because that one sucks, and this one's great.
0: <laughs> well put. Well um, put.
1: Right off the bat here, though, there's some regrettable racial dialogue in this one.
2: Just it, I dude look. Look, None of us are on board with that. We don't support that. It is 19... 19- I agree. <laughs> I agree. It is 1948, though, right? 1948? It, 49. Uh, sounds about 49. Right. No I better. agree
1: with with fake Gaston's decision to say whether you're black or white. That doesn't matter. Uh, the part where it comes true, he says, or even red afterwards, which is very regrettable, but, you know.
0: He's warning all of them. All of the creeds... To go to <laughs> the, the bridge Creed's. as fast as you possibly can.
1: Yeah. But actually, for the 40s, it could have been, like, way more racist than that one line.
0: Yeah, have you seen Song of the South? This is not Song of the South. This is 20% is. of Song of the South.
1: This is truly not Song of the South. Anyway, we could, we just got to put that out there. That's regrettable. Moving past it. Talking about the rest of it.
2: I mean, it, it's it's a rendition of Washington Irving's The Legend of Sleepy Hollow. It does it in very kid-friendly form. It makes my does only it? thing is that it makes Ichabod Crane out to be more than what he is in the actual story. I background. don't know. Say
0: the background. What is he in the actual story?
2: Well, he's not like the ladies' man type. Like everything <laughs> building up to where he start, where he like leaves to come home from the party on Halloween is more or less wrong i guess like he's <laughs> after katrina van tassel but he basically gets none of that in the he, real story yeah, and yeah, he he's, not he's not in a rival he's not in a
1: legitimate rivalry no not really with, uh, yeah, with this touch
2: brombo he can't touch Brombones. bones Brom bones man no Brombones. bones thank you he's got that shit he's got guns. outside of got outside
1: style. of uh ye old uh what is it? ye old schnapps and schnooker shoppy
0: yeah ye, ye old schnooker
1: it. and shops shoppy Snaps shoppy. That's a really hard to say.
0: Yeah, you're having a oh hard time. Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> Mark, you say it. You say ye old schnooker and schnaps shoppy. No. <laughs> Just no. <laughs> pass. pass. <laughs> <laughs> hard pass.
2: I mean, you don't um, really need to watch. There is a blistering amount of nostalgia involved with this. Like, I had kind of forgotten <clears throat> about the bookshelf, open the book lead-in type thing with the animation on coming up the Hudson from New York City, all of that was just, like, blindingly Nostalgia nostalgic. Nostalgia bomb. Yes, yeah, totally. Yeah. I'll tell you what I else I forgot that. about
1: this movie.
0: Um, that beer is Bing so Crosby good for dogs? Crosby
1: narrates... That was another thing. Yeah, he pours beer for all the animals and horses. And what
2: this a what this
0: movie does wrong.
2: We're, that. we're not doing that this week. We're not doing it, Mark. We're just talking about. <laughs> I'm just saying, listener, if we were, we're if we were,
0: it. if we were. Yeah, we're not that. doing
2: our traditional segments we usually adhere to so well and perfectly. Yeah, because Jack is a fuck um... and we couldn't pick a movie. So we're just going <laughs> to talk about animated shit.
1: Because it's um,
2: that time of year. Here's the other thing I forgot about this movie. I
1: was very confused watching it this time around about who, Bing Crosby plays every character with a voice and also the narrator interchangeably, yes. and just yes. it's never clear when he's being the narrator versus a character. He plays I both Brom Bones enough, and dude. Ichabod Crane.
2: Ichabod doesn't say shit, like, ever. He sings. Yeah, but that's it. Uh, uh,
0: technically, <laughs> there are two other voice actors listed on the IMDb page. One of I'm them is Pinto Crane. Pinto Colvig, <laughs> who okay. plays other townspeople, and Ichabod Crane, but only when he's screaming. <laughs> and the Rhythm Marys, who provide the chorus.
1: And someone has to do the voice of that uh, the handsome woman who's interested in Ichabod Crane that he pawns off on Brom Bones at the dance.
0: So is he, is he really like that much of a ladies' man, or does he just like women who can cook?
1: That's the thing. He does, that's all he's interested in. He's not interested in the women at all. He just the, wants them for their cooking.
0: Yeah, the way I kind of read this was that he just straight up left the town to go find another woman who could cook.
1: Well, no, that's how you think it ends?
0: Well, they they provide that as an option. It's like one of two options. <laughs> but Maybe no, Big he up in the explicitly next explicitly says, over. but
1: the real option is that he got beheaded.
0: <laughs> he got exploded by a gigantic pumpkin.
1: Yeah, I'd fire, man. Yeah.
2: Yeah, he was spirited away.
1: They do not explain how way. he is in reasonable competition with Bram Bones, the nicest, handsomest, muscle-boundest guy ever. I think yeah, it's a totally
0: one-sided... Thin. I got a fan theory on this. Look, this is a one-sided competition. Bram fan Bones? Fan theory alert. That guy, super insecure. He sees Ichabod Crane come up, and he's like, whatever, I got this guy toasted. And then all of a sudden, Ichabod Crane's pulling some crazy, strange, right? And he's like, "What's going on here? This is mine!" And it, you know,
2: did you just say Ichabod could pull some crazy, strange?
0: <laughs> I think that's pretty clearly evidenced by the movie as
2: a whole. Yeah, he Ichabod was, fu- yeah, yes. So, I- so you got
0: Brom, and he's like punching holes in kegs and shit, trying to impress people, but they're all smitten with this exceedingly lanky Ichabod dude. Which, why?
1: Why? His ears are enormous. His nose is huge. He's the skinniest man in the world. Jack,
0: Jack, you just answered it yourself. You just answered it yourself. His ears are huge.
1: (laughs) You know they say? They got guys with big ears.
0: They got big hands.
1: They can wear glasses real well.
0: They're great Um, active listeners.
1: But here's the other thing, is they're trying to make it seem like maybe they're into him because he's good at singing, because he plays the piano, and blah, 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 blah. But... Bram Bones has the same fucking voice. He's equally as good at singing. He's also voiced by Bing Crosby. He's, you know, this was too. an
0: early like counter body shaming movie, you know? You can you can slay strange regardless of what your body type is.
1: You <laughs> just got to be voiced by Bing Crosby. <laughs> all you got to do
0: is be voiced by Bing Crosby. That's all it takes.
1: I'm, so so Jake, Mark and I watched this uh in the same room. I got I got to I'll, I'll ask you the same question I asked Mark. How many takes? During Bing Bing Crosby's voiceover, how many takes do you think they had to redo because you could audibly hear the ice clinking around in his whiskey glass?
2: Uh, I'd set the over-under at, like, 23
1: and a half. That's probably the right line.
2: I think I'd take the under, but you're in the
0: right neighborhood. Okay.
2: It's an aggressive (laughs) but fair set.
1: Uh, What else about this movie? Should we actually talk about the horror part of this movie? I guess.
2: I mean, everything leading up to it, like we already talked about, is horse shit. It's Ichabod (laughs) slaying strange for whatever reason.
1: I mean, it's a lot of fun. (laughs) He's so much faster than this horse, inexplicably, at one point. And then he forgets how to run that fast
2: when there's a headless horseman after. So now you're just verbally into the horror part again. It all shifts when they are at the Van Tassel's harvest nanny.
1: It is... this is... It's a hoedown or a hootenanny.
0: dandy. I think is no the appropriate term. Yeah. Nailed it. Yeah,
2: well done. He comes back, as he does in the actual Legend of Sleepy Hollow, by himself for whatever reason. There were a ton of people at this party, and he comes back by himself, despite, despite... being chicken shit. Yeah. Uh, he just doesn't want anyone to know that he is because he's a dandy.
1: He gets he gets real scared. He gets real scared. Brom Bones tells all these scary stories about the headless
2: horseman. And that's, like, honestly, that's where the... There are many sequences in this 25-minute film that I am nostalgic for, but when he starts riding home and there's the scene of him, like, heading into the hollow, that's where it gets real heavy. Um, The sleepy hollow. Yes, Mark, the titular sleepy hollow. (laughs) That whole sequence with the way they've animated things is very unique and interesting. And like the, the clouds becoming hands clasping down on the moon. Um,
0: that's great animation.
2: It's really Fucking good. Choice, Every, man. Everything starts to become kind of like off kilter and, uh, animals are croaking his name and you have like the wind kicks up and like the reeds are kind of singing and the cattails are going all of that. Is are just, making horse clomping sounds. All of that is just choice, childhood Halloween to me. Oh, yeah. Oh, so, yeah. 10 out of 10 on that.
1: Yeah, that's pretty terrific stuff. What did you think about the actual... Because I got to tell you, when I was a little, little kid, the actual singing, Brom Bones singing about the Headless Horseman, and the you get the building dread going on there of the background, music gets pretty creepy. And, like, it's still fun at
0: the that party. That shit terrifies but,
2: kids. Apparently yeah, people man. are, like, still complaining about, like, that... Character and songs. The musicality of it
0: is is great. They like we, I think, as a society, have lost the ability to write good music. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like good, like good horror music. You know, when was the last time you could heard a good horror song that wasn't the Monster Mash?
1: Don't talk shit about the Monster Mash.
0: No, I'm talking. No, the Monster Mash is great. I'm just saying it came out in like the '60s, and we haven't heard anything since. Anyways, <laughs> uh, the, uh, the musicality uh, of this Bar movie. Is, the musicality of this movie is off the charts. I mean, this is classic Disney doing Disney things. You know what the best thing is about it, though? It's not even Bing Crosby singing
1: like being a crooner. It's Bing Crosby doing like a Lou Reed kind of singing, like talk singing.
0: That's why it works so well. It's terrific, man. Bing Crosby Bing Crosby can be reserved <laughs> for my Christmas album, okay? Bin I want Lica Bing Crosby Cros- singing at Christmas be. and
2: Lou Reed talk singing at Halloween.
1: Yeah. I don't understand why Lou Reed toxic
2: So is Ichabod just supposed to be Bing Crosby? No.
1: I think what? Bing Crosby's much more conventionally handsome than Ichabod Crane. I
2: don't know, there was a lot of... Okay.
0: Do you think Bing Crosby at any point in his life had a ponytail that had a pink bow in it?
2: <laughs> yes.
0: Yes? Okay, well then yes, they're the same person. <laughs> Solved. Yeah, I mean... I figured it out, guys. We bones. cracked this code. Would you still show this to a kid today? Yes, yes, and expect them to be enthralled by it. Yes, does this how yes. well does this stand up?
2: Very well. Very well, I would hope. Okay, well, there you go. What would you say?
0: I, I mean, I, I am in agreement. I think this is an what would you say like eight and under cartoon. I sure. First I would time. agree
2: with that. However, I so one of the interesting things about this, I hadn't seen this in years and years and years now. I never noticed when I was younger the the benefit that this is able to, like, take away from the fact that it is so old. Like, it's kind of like putting vinyl down, right? And listening to music that way. it's It has, like, the scratch to it, and it's not quite perfect. Um, the sound is a little off. The animation is... Disney it's much more like... deliberate. You have to
1: go out of your way to find it. It's a much more deliberate experience. Yeah, the
2: animation is obviously of an older style. Um, everything just feels aged. And I think that for this particular story, it benefits because of that. Yeah. I never noticed that when I was younger. It was just something that was cool. But I think that, you know, looking back on it now, that helps. So I had that nostalgic feeling like we talked about. And I was also like, this is pretty cool just from a standpoint of like this time of year – for whatever reason, I think that fits really well with. Um, I would throw this on now, just like to have it on in the background. Yeah, there's Halloween an outside time. chance
0: on Halloween I'll just have this like projected
2: onto my house on loop. Yeah, no, for <laughs> sure. Yeah, you could throw this on loop and you'd be set.
0: You can just zoom by trick or treating, and there will be Ichabod Crane dancing along the walls of my house.
1: Yeah, I like that.
0: That's kind of the the perfect place he, for
1: it. He's an excellent dancer. He's, he's, a a whole,
0: he's, he's a well-rounded, talented gentleman that the ladies are wildly attracted to. He's a dandy. He's a
1: dandy. It's a, I thought being a dandy was a bad thing.
0: Uh-uh. Hold on, I think a word has just popped. You know what perfectly describes Ichabod Crane is the dandy. word dandy. Jack, how do you feel about that? Did I just nail this?
1: <laughs> I, I think your original use of that word, um, it's very good, and I'm glad you thought of it. I, I really thought being a dandy was a bad thing. Like being a I mean, it,
0: it was, but not in 1949. In, like, the
1: 1980s, yeah. Okay. I see.
0: Now it might be good again. I'm not really sure.
1: I Things need to check sick,
0: the Urban Dictionary for dandy.
2: Don't do that.
0: Uh, I might. You I won't, might you see won't what like
2: what you see. <laughs> It'll be great. Do it.
0: Let's move on and to then, Donald. It, well, it
1: also, I just, it ends very abruptly. Right? Not he does really. make it across the bridge and then gets hit with an exploding jack-o'-lantern.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he does.
2: <laughs> and
0: then he bearded away. And then you just, yeah, you just don't know what happens to him because the ending is just like, maybe he died. Well, maybe he moved to the next county and married another, another
1: lady. On that night. That's pretty good. Ah, I'm working on Bing, Pro- Bing Crosby. I got it nailed.
2: Unautable I don't have a enough classic. whiskey,
1: though. Yeah, I don't have enough whiskey.
0: If you have children, show them this.
1: Show anyone this.
0: Regardless of their age, if they're 40 years old, if you have 40-year-old children, email them and insist that they watch this. <laughs> that is that is my demand.
2: All right, Donald. Donald. All right. Oh, which one first?
1: Let's start with Donald versus the gorilla.
2: Ooh, Donald versus choice. the gorilla. Bold choice. I've have, I've have names for each of these. Oh, yes. They have their own names. The
0: names are told to you at the very start.
2: Yeah, but I have names for them, too. Please,
1: Jake, if you will, your name for Donald versus the gorilla.
2: Uh, Donald hosts Amy from Congo's great, 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 great (laughs) grandpappy gorilla. (laughs) Good. I like it. The gorilla's name is Ajax. Uh, That's Amy's great, 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 great (laughs) grandpappy gorilla.
1: And, and we only know this because of uh, the most expositional radio broadcast that may have ever existed.
0: It's up there with uh, Autopsy of listeners. Jane Doe, frequently. Attention
1: all listeners. <laughs> Gorilla has escaped from the zoo. That is all.
0: <laughs> Just so you know, you can master any animal by looking it in the eye. That is all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is all. Exactly.
2: <laughs> uh, okay, thoughts on this one, boys.
0: Donald faces off against a
2: gorilla. Yeah, I mean barely whore. I don't know I don't know what you qualify this as. Yeah, this one is, is your
1: classic cartoon hijinks.
2: It's a Scooby Doo. I Doe mean, one. in fairness, like all of these Donald ones kind of are that. Like we we'll go through That's these, but these are not what say. I look back to and I'm like, this is cartoon whore. No,
1: and this was a little bit of a panic maneuver by me to supplement. Oh, good. My- well, look, what did you want? I picked one you were happy with, and you demanded I pick more things. I picked these
0: cartoons.
2: That's not how that went.
0: I think ah. I'm probably jumping the gun a little bit here, but this is probably the scariest of the three Donald Duck cartoons. Do you disagree? Nope.
2: I very much disagree. I disagree.
0: Okay.
1: So, it's the least scary of the three.
0: Uh, the dude is... No. If there is a murderous gorilla in your house... And the only method you have to defeat it is... Tear gas. Tear Tear gas. gas. Yeah, but it's And looking
1: it in the eye, which doesn't work (laughs) at all. Well, then that's not a method to
0: defeat it, is it, Jack?
1: Yeah. Well, they tell you it is. That just doesn't work at all. Which one is Huey? So, actually, the... This is part of the era where there was actually a fourth uh, cousin named Fooey, and uh, it was miscolorations in the comic, made it like yellow instead of the the traditional colors. Um, so it's green, wow. uh, yellow versus green. It's it's unclear whether or not this is actually the original Huey, Dewey, and Louie or the mistaken um, Fooey, Dewey, and Louie. Huey, Dewey, and Fooey.
2: Which one's Huey? The leader. The blue. Blue. A to Z horror.
0: Come for the drunken rambling. Stay for the history of the four
2: duck cousins. Three. Three duck cousins. They just switched one out sometimes. Three and a half.
0: Okay, three and a half. Three and a half half is an acceptable term.
2: Anyway, there's (laughs) a gorilla. It escapes from the zoo. It comes to their house. There are hijinks. They use tear gas. It's over. He has a legit gorilla costume at the fucking ready. Yeah, it's cartoony. I mean, there are gloves sitting on his, like, end table for no reason because cartoons
0: look if I yeah. drop a few grand on like a nice ass gorilla costume I'm not pu- I'm not mothballing that thing I'm leaving it out on <laughs> the guest bed so that anytime no. there is so, a possible mention of a gorilla I am able to throw that thing on and scare the pants off
2: somebody so <laughs> on wife, that one they're... dark and stormy night when you're listening to the radio and the... if
1: the radio ever says a gorilla has escaped from the zoo your wife is in for a fucking night yes And your cats, probably.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, they're scared of me anyway, but potentially more so.
1: (laughs) Those are terrific pets, Mark.
0: (laughs) All All I'm saying is it's pretty believable that he has his gorilla suit just, like, out and ready to go.
1: Sure. There's some fun gags with wax and uh, doorknobs in this one.
0: And, tear. so, can we talk for a second about the fact that he just has a tear gas grenade? The, the,
1: no, Huey, no, Fooey, Dewey, and Louie have a tear gas grenade.
0: Oh, oh, okay. So, it's it's less surprising that Donald Duck has a tear gas grenade, and, and more surprising, wait, I'm saying this correctly, and more surprising <laughs> You're exactly that his freaking nephews just have squirreled away. A, an actual like, tear ga- like some riot yeah,
1: gear, like a pineapple fragmentation grenade shaped tear grass grenade.
2: Tear grass. You guys are yes. all saying grass, and I don't appreciate it. It's hard to say. Uh, Jake. I've it's had a, a lot twister. of twister.
0: Uh,
2: yeah, that's it's weird. It's
1: also weird that it just ends with Donald and the gorilla, Donald and Ajax, putting their arms around each other and crying, and then cut to black.
2: They're, f- they're friends now, and that's how he tamed the gorilla, and then it became Amy's great-great-great-great-great-grandpappy gorilla. But so are you was saying like saying that one Donald is Amy's great-great-great-
1: great-great-grandmother? Great,
2: great, great what?
1: Are you saying that the gorilla and Donald banged?
2: No. <laughs> oh. No.
0: I thought
1: you were going a different direction with that. I'm no. pretty
0: sure that Amy in the movie Congo is one 128th duck. Just for the I record, I think that's canon. There's a lot of weird things in this though. Okay, so first off, let me just rattle off a few. Stop me when I hit one that you want to talk about. Donald Duck keeps a lollipop in his shirt. For yeah, safekeeping.
1: He, his go to move is let me just start licking this
0: lollipop. Just yeah, just see what happens. Maybe I can just <laughs> unpack this thing. And that'll move the plot forward. Uh can yeah, we also weird. just discuss briefly that that Donald Duck's butt is is a hand that is able that's to a, like articulate it's a itself fun gag
1: with the wax uh,
0: It, it has a
1: it, it has a mind of its own Mark
0: It does have a mind of its own Did Donald Duck like consume I'll, a twin at some point in his I'll,
1: I'll tell you what this is a recurring gag in Donald Duck comics and cartoons that his tail is uncontrollable It's the tail of a serial killer duck
0: Okay, well, that would be a really good movie. Donald Duck's butt is a serial killer, and Donald there Duck was is a detective a... trying to solve the serial killings.
1: <laughs> there was a comic book where one of the Beagle Boys inhabited Donald Duck's tail, as I recall. So maybe that just never ended. Maybe I don't know there was what a the Beagle, Beagle Boys Boy. are. They're they're the Hamburglers of the Duckland. What? <laughs>
0: That does not provide any meaningful context whatsoever. <laughs> that means Jack. more than anything
1: I've ever said. That's the most meaningful thing I think I've ever said.
0: Oh my god, the Hamburglers of Duckland. Yeah, Duck they're Land. the
1: Hamburglers of
0: Duckland. Should we move always, along?
1: I, I'd like to talk more about the Beagle Boys.
0: <laughs> Can you describe them in any better terms?
1: They're, yeah, they're they're like Goofy style looking guys, but fat. Uh, and they're burglars. They wear they wear black and white striped shirts and tam caps and raccoon masks. And they try to steal Scrooge McDuck's money all the time.
0: How would they stack up against the Rowdy Rough Boys?
1: Uh, better than, I think. More clueless, but more fun.
0: Okay. Well put. Yeah. Let's move it along. Yeah. What's the next one all we're
1: right. talking about? Duck Pimples. This one is Bananas. B- Mark. A
0: N A N A. My
2: name for the my name for this one is Donnie has a psychotic break. <laughs> that, that's all that happens.
1: Although that's
2: accurate. honestly that fucking salesman that comes to his house is the most horrifying part oh of this God. whole thing. I'd forgotten about. Well, I didn't know. I I didn't know I'd seen any of these, but then as they happened, I was like, I've seen this. It just brought a rush of nostalgia. That dude back. opens up his fucking rain jacket, man. You think he's gonna be hanging <laughs> full dong, ready to rape? It's you, you unacceptable. Think you're... Ready to see a button in a fur coat. Yeah. Well, it's going to yeah. be a little more than a button, because he seems very, very excited.
0: <laughs> I mean, sometimes they're just excited about, we're not getting into this. I don't I don't want to get into the psychology of this. I <laughs> of,
1: of talking talk- about the erection of a fictional cartoon character in a 1940s Donald Duck cartoon?
0: Was no? this pre-haze code? We might be able to talk about it if it's pre-haze. <laughs>
1: uh, uh, anyway, this guy is wearing a bright yellow raincoat. Yeah, he's wearing a banana suit. Yeah.
0: Hiding a banana. And he's
1: the scariest man in the world.
0: Why is this called Duck Pimples? That's a weird name.
1: I think
2: because Goose Pimples are goosebumps, and it's spooky. It's not spooky, though. It doesn't make any sense. He just kind of has a meltdown. When I was
0: a
1: kid, I thought that there was a book that this was actually based on. There is not. They just made all this shit up, including the author, who they named specifically. Um.
0: So they basically just named this movie Duck-A-Zit and, like, called it and, and said it was horror for some reason.
1: I don't... Th- I mean, I don't know if they said it was horror. They put it in spooky well, tales. Well, okay, fine, that's fair. It's a spooky tale.
0: My point... It's just a strange name, is all I'm going for here.
1: It's a very strange name, Mark.
0: Can we, so, the other thing about this is he... There's a there's a lady's arm that is extended out of the book at one point and his initial reaction is to eat her bracelets.
1: Yes. Cuz well, bracelets look be. like candy sometimes.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know, it was this as the style of the time dictated, she had onion rings on her arm. Yep. Yeah. Perfect. Oh. I okay, think this good. is
1: this is an anti-reading PSA from the 30s <laughs> as I understand it.
0: That seems right. Yeah. You nailed it.
1: Yeah, and then a, uh, 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 like, stereotypical mobster, who actually is like, looks like one of the Beagle Boys, he isn't one of the Beagle Boys, but he looks like it, with a Brooklyn accent, comes out mm-hmm. in a cigar, and uh, accuses Donald of stealing his dame's pearls. But did he? I mean, he ends up with, the, Donald ends up with the pearls.
0: Well, open and shut case then,
1: right? Yeah. I mean, this—it's hard to talk about this. It's so baffling because the author of the book shows up and says Donald's innocent for
2: some reason. None of it makes any sense. It's not intended to. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's baffling. Let's just I move on. This,
2: he has. I think that break.
1: this parti- I, I, I think this particular cartoon woman is the basis for both Jessica Rabbit and Hello Nurse and that whole trope.
0: Okay. Oh my god.
1: What are you, what? Are you watching it right now?
0: (laughs) I'm looking at stills from it, and it's amazing. It's so great. It's just baffling. (laughs) (laughs) So wait, you guys said, is this the scariest one then? Like, what's the scariest one? Oh, goodness gracious, no.
2: Donald's lucky day. No, this one's the scariest one.
0: We each picked a different scariest one. This is good conversation fodder. Oh, fuck
1: me. Mark, you're looking at this picture that you just put in the group chat. That picture right
2: there is why this is the scariest one.
1: (laughs) Terrifying pirate who's come to his door, opening his trench coat, and it's full of books that are called murder and have pictures of knives and ghosts and spiders on them, and you're telling me this isn't scarier than Donald vs. the Gorilla?
0: What you buying? Yeah, my god. Wait, Jack, didn't you say that this
2: wasn't your scariest one?
1: No, it's not my scare. Donald's scary day is my scariest one.
2: So you're that's ranking not even the name. That's not even the fucking name of it.
1: Donald's Lucky Day.
2: No, that's not okay.
1: That is the that, that is, is it, the what name? it's called. That's I mean it's not what Jake called it. No. Speaking of which, Jake, let's move on to the third one here. Okay. What did you call Donald's Lucky Day?
2: I just called this one the duck plus sign gatos. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well said. So this is my personal favorite of the three. This one is the one I've seen the most. This is the one I would fast forward to on the VHS. Wow. Mostly because I was, I was legitimately scared of the uh, goose bim- or duck pimples one because I didn't know what the fuck was happening or what to make of one. it when I was a kid. Um, I just wanted to watch this one, which Yeah, is wait,
0: great. you did kind of just shoot yourself in the foot on that. Boom. You were too scared of the other one to watch that one, so
2: you watched this one. I am one, no longer a child science?
1: and too scared to watch duck pimples
2: doesn't matter this is made for kid shit you already just admitted
0: yeah you might have just you might have just played right into Jake's hand on this one
1: either way
2: it's not Donald versus the gorilla no
1: in any case donald is uh,
2: a delivery an boy. all
1: hours delivery boy yes like he's a, he's a puck from season 2 of the real world san francisco
2: oh my god okay he's a regular puck again with character. this
0: Look, no, I mean let's go with it let's go a different route with this one. This basically is Premium Rush, the movie starring Joseph Gordon Levitt, but with yeah, dumb and a bomb. JGL's Leavitt, character in that, like, as I understand.
1: With, and he was just based on Puck, as I
0: understand it. It's all one long stream of conscious, like, reference back to this movie, is what we're getting at.
2: Yeah. This movie, absolutely. this seven minute long movie.
1: You it- know, one time. Judd stole a bunch of papers because he had a fucking cartoon published in it. Fuck that guy.
0: You're not going to get much traction with with real world references on here. I'm just going to point that out right now. Fair enough. I'm not able to do it and Jake is way too low energy. He's too much of a sourpuss to to play (laughs) that. I've never
2: seen it in my life. That's not even why.
0: (sighs) I've made you watch a couple episodes before. At least one. I can guarantee you you've watched at least one episode of The Real World with Jack. (laughs)
2: <laughs> I can guarantee I was way too gone to remember those. <laughs>
1: <laughs> in any case, Mark, your thoughts on this episode, having not seen it.
0: Uh, as a decidedly pro-cat podcast, I'm a little Bull disturbed fuck by- Bullfuck out. You. Back up. Back up. We'll cut it. <laughs> You're not going to cut it. Leave it in, Jack. We're going to cut it. I'm- we will cut it. I think it's nice that the cat survives, so I'm, I'm pro this one. That's all I'm going to say. But they do, they do, they, like the cat is like dangling over the water, like, I don't like that.
1: They make the cat at least as smart as Donald.
0: Well, yeah, cats are smarter than ducks. I feel like that's a given.
1: Do they have Debatable. weird corkscrew dicks like ducks?
0: No, no, mm, no.
1: <laughs> so that's something.
0: Do you want to talk about duck? anatomy
1: it's like an arms race man duck reproduction
0: go ahead and ramble on this for like five minutes just stream of consciousness jack now duck penis go
1: the the male duck keeps evolving a different kind of penis the female duck keeps evolving a more cavernous vagina to prevent it from ruining them but it just keeps corkscrew and ejecting in and it keeps getting worse and worse it's an arms race but just for fucking duck sex that's all I got to say on it. <laughs> it
0: would, okay. So I'm just going to ignore all of the things that just happened. Look, it's true. <laughs> I would just like to point out uh, that at one point in this, wow, that was uh, that was amazing. Uh, I can't ignore it. I can't I can't try be a professional.
2: Be a professional. Come on. You
0: can do okay. it. But I would I like tell to point you more out
1: specific things about the duck penises and vaginas.
0: I know. would like to I think they're cloacas at that point. Uh, anyways, well I would like to point out that uh, the voice actor playing Donald in this there is a voice actor doing a duck's voice doing an impression of a cat and that's impressive and I like it <laughs> Yeah, plus, the song
1: in this is great. Yes, I'm lucky. Oh, so lucky yeah.
0: I'm really hoping you just cut all that and just splice the thing in because that's probably oh, the preferable. Probably option. going to,
1: but the problem is Donald tucks singing over it for the most part. So he's gonna, so no, he's yeah, you need to just splice duck it in. Singing, I will. You're
2: splicing all that in for right now. Cool, cool, dude. It's
1: a great song. It's catchy as shit. I sing this to myself a lot. Do
2: yeah, either of you, you guys really make have it out the lyrics?
0: Anything to anything else to say on on Donald's lucky day? No, I mean, um,
1: no. He's delivering a package at 11.55 at night, which is... And he lives on
0: 131313th, which is at the uh, intersection of 13th Ave and 13th Street.
1: The mob victim lives there.
0: Oh, okay, whatever. Okay, so what we usually do at the very end of our podcast is weigh in on why you should or shouldn't watch a movie and drink beers with your buddies. We're not going to do that this week. I'm calling an audible that I haven't Uh discussed with you guys yet. Shit. We are That's in disagreement, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to go around the horn and tell our listener why each of our individual choices for which what whichever one is the scariest is the actual scariest Donald Duck cartoon. Okay. Jack, you go first, because yours is the stupidest.
1: Fuck you. <laughs> Donald's Lucky Day is the scariest because you got mobsters just delivering fucking bombs to whoever they want at you midnight. You just described like Gangs of New York.
2: That's not even a horror movie. Or premium rush. Except
1: they aren't getting just nice delivery ducks to deliver their bombs wherever. That could just blow up. This is the most incompetent delivery person ever. I might have just accidentally received this package just because he brought it to 1413 13th Street. So this is what's scary? It's terrifying. And the bomb, the electricity coming off it that acts like spitting red dots at him is pretty scary. Oh, and I don't like black cats crossing your path or going under ladders. This has all that shit going on.
0: What about... So, Jack, There, this movie ends is probably the best way of all three of these, where the bomb is used to generate a source of food for the whole neighborhood.
1: Mm-hmm. I do. I think it ends more terrifyingly than any of them. You want to end up at midnight surrounded by thirty stray feral alley cats who now have a taste for flesh? No, that is not how you want to start or end an evening. And Donald got murdered by these cats. You know they're, they eat birds too, Mark.
0: They're they're well-fed cats. They're well-fed cats.
1: No, they point. did not get enough. These are these are these are riffraffs. <clears throat> These are just because they put a fish in their mouth and pulled out a whole fish bone. Does not mean they're not hungry for ducks. They're just gonna follow them home. It's horrifying and eat them. Cannibalism. Okay, Except so not, not cannibals. <laughs> yeah, close enough.
0: <laughs> Exo cannibals. <laughs> yes. Uh, so there's there's Donald's lucky day in which Jack is ascribing his fear of packages to that and cats. Packages and cats, despite the fact that we're a decidedly pro-cat podcast. I'm going to go next. Donald versus the gorilla. Because this is the scariest is the one. Stupidest. Look, you're you're chilling with your nephews. And then there's a fucking wild gorilla well, well, in your house? time out. You're not chilling with your nephews. You're being a
1: giant dick to your nephews. You're being the worst guardian imaginable to your nephews.
0: Those two things are synonymous in my mind, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any nephews, but if I do, I am going to prank the shit out of them constantly. (laughs) My point is, there is a goddamn murderous gorilla that winds up in their house. And he has to use, like, literal riot gear in order to subdue it. Okay,
1: not scary, because number one, the gorilla is pretty playful.
0: Not playful! It's murderous! It is described as murderous. I don't think it's described as murderous, but it's close to that.
1: It's a murderous gorilla, that is all. Number two you just happen to have riot gear in your house whenever you need it because the radio says so. That's a great You're going to
0: blame me for being prepared for horror eventualities? Look, I'm just saying I it's mean, not that
1: scary. If everything the radio says I need appears in my house, that's like a genie situation.
0: I mean, that's a fair point, but let's also shine a little bit of a light on the fact that in this cartoon, his hindquarters are like an estranged twin that have a mind of their own. You don't know what they're doing. This is the only other cartoon that generated its own horror franchise. It rubs
1: his chin when he's pondering things? It's your best bud.
0: Okay, well, which are you more afraid of? Unlimited fish feast or a murderous gorilla in your own home where you feel safe?
1: 45 stray feral alley cats coming to eat me because they have a taste for flesh.
0: Jake, tell us why books are scary or whatever the fuck.
2: (laughs) No, no, no. (laughs) Jake is illiterate. This is Donnie has a psychotic break. And this is scary because it starts with a dark and stormy night and a terrifying, gigantic man in a banana fucking raincoat knocks on your door and then opens it. <laughs>
1: and, and I'd like <laughs> opens to point his out... his raincoat
2: This is ter- you. This, I
1: agree that he's a terrifying man who is even more scary. He hasn't taken the time to shave. He has the five o'clock shadow. But he did take the time to match his rain hat to his raincoat,
2: which this is man somehow was, scarier. This man was... Planted in this episode to make the parents think that he is going to rape this duck and potentially murder him. He That's why he's there. real rapey.
0: I yeah. mean, there's no proof that he didn't.
2: So even That's scarier. True. So you this have some is, real story fucked up people doing fucked up things to other life forms, I guess, because Don, Donnie's not a person. But on top of that, you have a totally bananas acid drop of a psychotic break. That makes no sense, is terrifying, and I don't really think I need to say much else. I mean, it's pretty obvious this one's the scariest. You've got a deus ex
1: machina savior of the author coming in and fixing all your problems. That doesn't
2: matter. Just because there is a a character that exists that helps with the problems doesn't mean that the situation's not scary. Look, I think this one's the scariest just because of the, the book rapist. Not because of the other stuff, but you add that in, and it's just layers of things that if you're a kid, that's fucking nightmare fuel, man. Yeah, he's scary, but he did give Donald a bunch of free books. Yeah,
0: man, why are you so against literacy, Jake? It's the scariest. (laughs) It's
2: bad. Burn the books.
0: Literacy allows the proletariat to rise
2: up, and that's what's scary here. We can't have our kids doing that goddamn book learning.
0: There you go. We've set our piece on on Donald Duck cartoons. Question, though, for you guys. Scarier... Which is the scarier between the one you chose and Ichabod Crane, Legend of Sleepy Hollow? Sleepy Hollow. Jake?
2: Yeah, Sleepy Hollow.
0: I think by... By weight, it's Donald Duck, but by... Wait, I'm saying that wrong. By number, it's Donald Duck. By weight, it's... Sleepy Hollow, right? Because there's you like saying it wrong because that was basic nonsense. <laughs> I'm saying that that maximum ten percent of Sleepy Hollow is dedicated yeah. to actual scary things. The rest of it, the the ninety percent of it, is just Ichabod Crane being a ladies' man. Sure. Whereas each of these Donald Duck cartoons is full on. It's it's you know seven straight minutes. They commit to a theme and then they go with it. They don't like dilly dally around. They don't introduce Huey Dewey and Fooey.
1: Maybe, maybe that's scary for an Adonis like myself, that someone like Ichabod Crane could come in and steal all the ladies.
0: That some exceedingly lanky, jank-town teacher could swoop in.
1: Exactly. The oh, pedagogue, yeah. as they that's call
0: him. Chicks dig peg- pedagogy. I've heard that.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, Listener, you tell us who won. What's the scariest thing here? You watch all these things. They're all freely available on the internet.
0: Watch and they're about- all nostalgia bombs. They're so good.
2: <laughs> Jack, Jake, just inflating f- his own scores.
1: Get us the fuck out of
2: here, Jake. Because you painted yourself into a corner after you didn't have a movie to talk about? Is that why? Uh,
1: uh, I could talk more about The Omen if you'd like.
2: No, I really don't want you to, man. I really don't. The movie was set in June. This has been episode 61 of the A to Z Cast. Check out everything we have going on. Head over to A to com. You can hang out with us on social media as well. That means Facebook. That means Twitter. Those links are going to be down there in the description below. If you really want to help us out, though, do us a big favor. It's going to be less of a pain in the ass for you than it is a huge help to us. Head over to Apple Podcasts. Rate the podcast. You can just look it up, search it, give it a five-star rating, that'd be a huge help. Write a review. It doesn't
1: just have to be on Apple Podcasts. Rate yeah, but that's anywhere.
2: the primary one.
0: I'm rate us sure. everywhere. If you can find us there, rate then us on it. it.
2: <laughs> and believe it or not, the biggest way you can help us is just by telling somebody you know who likes horror. You might think this is funny about the podcast. That would be awesome. Uh, as Jack mentioned at the top of the episode, this is coming at you, as always, from the Phantom Podcast Network. To check out everything they have going on, head on over to downrightcreepy.com slash phantom. And as always, the theme music for the A to Z Horcast is coming your way from space. That is Space Without the A. That link's down there in the description below. Check out all their other tracks. Next week, we are coming back to the movie side of things. We're looking at Mark's movie that he stole right out from under me as we continue our October theme, heading up to Halloween. And we're looking at Halloween 3, Season of the Witch, right before Halloween actually drops. So, until then, get your buddies, grab some beers, and go watch some more movies. Have a great week, everybody.
0: Look, if I drop a few grand on like a nice ass gorilla costume, I'm not put I'm not mothballing that thing. I'm leaving it out on the guest bed.